Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Talk podcast with Alexis Texas, and we're back season two, and we have the pleasure of having the lovely singer songwriter Amina Butterfly. Hello, welcome! Thank, Thank you for you. coming to Private Talk. I appreciate you taking the time, and I get to know you a little bit better. Yes. Thanks for having me. This is cool. A cool welcome. I like that. <laughs> we do it big here, you know. You know, it's not, everything's bigger in Texas because that's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's how we like to do things in Private Talk too. Love it. So Private Talk wants to get to know you a little bit more. Tell us about your background, how what you have going on right now. Let's okay. Know all the juicy details. Yeah, so um, I'm originally from Germany, born and raised, so you may hear an accent when I speak. <laughs> but I've been in America like 19 years, almost 20 now, half my how life. How was that when you first, like your first experience? How was that? So I was 19 when me and my two sisters. Um, we and you're were, a we, twin, right? Yeah, I have a twin and then an older sister, and we were... A singing group so we were always singing together and our our goal was to go to America and become superstars and you know make it in the music industry and so we just flew to New York in 2002 and um, we just kind of wanted to see you know what it's like and it was such a big dream of ours we never would have thought that we actually would end up getting signed which we did and you know had a long journey of ups and downs in the music industry um, as Black Butterfly which was the group name and then um, yeah, man, I just kind of got stuck in America. Um, always loved it, you know, loved the challenge, loved the talent as far as music and singers that's over here. Because where we grew up in Germany is like, it's a little different, you know. We grew up feeling a little, you know, not understood and, you know, the type of music that we liked, which is like the 90s R&B that influenced us a lot. We did, That type of mu- music was just not made over there. So, yeah, we, you know, did a lot as Black Butterfly, and then I somehow ended up um, going solo years later, you know, two record deals later, <laughs> two failed record deals later, but um, I ended up going solo, and I ended up doing reality TV, and, you know, ended up getting married, ended up having kids, and now, yeah, I'm single mom um, of two girls. <laughs> awesome. Reality <laughs> TV, gift or curse? Both, I have to say. I always give that answer, um, because it comes with good and bad. But for me, it's just like, I try to focus on the good because, you know, you can't turn back time and be like, okay, you know, sometimes I think like, what, what would be if I didn't do it? Where would I be? Um, But then I'm like, I'm wasting time thinking about that because I did it. I have to deal with, you know, my decision and I'm trying to focus on the good because do you miss it? I I don't, but recently I've started thinking about possibly, and you know, I've been in talks like here and there with people about going back to reality, um, but I needed a, a good break. So it's been five years since I left yeah. Love and Hip Hop and um, it was good. I needed that. Get away from it a little bit. Do you still watch Love and Hip Hop yourself? I don't. No. I honestly. So you stepped honestly, away, you stepped away. Yes. The truth is I never watched it before or after. <laughs> I only watched it because I was on. This is Yeah. <laughs> You I mean, I, I mean, I get that. I did that with, you know, my own stuff, like yeah. I had a different, way different okay. scenario. But I was, you know, I used to be in the adult industry and mm-hmm. I never watched it before I got into it. Oh, wow. I just did it because that was how I expressed myself, like mm-hmm. artistically, like that's how I was, was my okay. art. Um, and then I watched maybe one of mine. I was like, no, I'm good. I was like, y'all like it. Y'all keep it. I'm mm-hmm. going to, like, I'm just going to do it. And then I just looked it up that way. So right. very different elements and parallels, but in the same thing of like just you never know like what it is. I also couldn't watch an episode like tw- more than once. Like when it aired, I, I would watch because there was always something that would be surprising or, you know, I just needed to know how they edited it, like how, how it looks on TV. Um, but I cannot rewatch. I just Rewatching is always yeah. like the cringe because it's like, you yeah. know, you're living your life and you're mm-hmm. doing what you, what's organic to you. And I think that that's what makes it more authentic. Oh, yeah. And everyone, you know, thinks it's scripted. And I don't think it's scripted every detail but you know scenarios obviously certain things you know what I mean but it's your real life so it's like you can't not take that back just living in it so I feel like when you watch it it almost comes unauthentic because you're like now you're like oh my god I look like this or oh I said that or oh my god like you second guess yourself so much which is good and bad because you can take you know and evolve from that and you want to see because you don't really nobody checks yourself you know what I mean except for you know those few good friends that we have that you'll be like oh yeah fuck I should watch my what I say or or how I say it or react to certain things because you know we you know we mess up we're human 
Definitely. But you know what I mean? But the whole thing is, you know, waking up and doing it again the next day and evolving from that. So I'm sure, you know, that has a bit yes. of a growth thing too, but also Absolutely. mentally, I'm sure. And just like for your family as well, like taking a step back is really important mm -hmm. as well, because it's like, you need to live and refocus on the what's important right. and taking it away from like the, you know, the, keeping those yep. secrets and being like, this is mine. Exactly. This is mine. So with all that being said, like, you know, it's gift and a curse kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So would you do your own new show or do something that if you hadn't had the or opportunity to do it again? Yes, I would actually love my own show would be great. I've never had my own show, which is really all about me. I, you know, I, I'm a really open person, so I don't mind you know, my life, like I display my life every day on social media anyway, and I really don't hold back. I'm not really, even though I'm a, I'm a little private, like, but at the same time, I showcase, you know, I don't, I'm not afraid of showcasing. Yeah, like, like my, what you have going on, like you're, you know, be single mom and right. like, you know, doing all those things, which is important too. And I think that that's why it allows, you know, from the show as well, yeah. it gave you a platform to intensify that, you Absolutely. know, I think that, you know, you are so comfortable and people should feel the same way because it's, your everyday life yeah I'm just like living my truth and whether it's good or bad I'm not afraid to like show it or you know um so um I would love my own show because that way you know I could actually you know show people who I really am I always felt misunderstood on that show and um that's why I ended up writing my book The Other Woman where I kind of like told my story out of my perspective because I just you know sometimes it, it, you look at yourself and you're like that's not really, it, it looks way different than how it actually was, <laughs> you know. So let's editing. talk about that. You say, like, what's one thing that people misunderstood about you? Or you like, feel that, like that I'm just, they had this idea of who I was because of what was shown. And a side of me was that, like, they were just showing one side of me. There's so much more to who I am. And that I felt like, so people put this, oh, she's, you know, they had their idea of the person that I am. She's stupid. She's this. She's naive. She's always said she's always crying I wasn't always crying even during filming I wasn't always being disappointed it was just that's all they saw you know I wasn't that's always, what they focus on yeah so there were other times where I, I was happy and I was you know that was just not shown at all so a lot of stuff was left out and that made me feel like do you think that what that's what kind of gives you a voice and a power to be on your social media now that it's mm -hmm. your like own thing and you control it yeah. you do that and like show the you Totally. And I feel like it's also at least power back. the people that have followed me since then, they have seen and gotten to know who I really am. And I love it. I, that's why I'm so like, I, I love when people, I get so many messages like, oh my God, you're really not like that. And you're really not. And they don't even know me still, but they, I, I feel like I'm showing them more of who I really am because I'm always authentic on, you know, my platforms and I always tell the truth and I feel like it shines through and it, it shows so I that's awesome. It. That's I mean, that's a big accomplishment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And stepping out on your own and just being living in your truth, right. you know, and showing like, you know, sometimes are good days, sometimes exactly. are bad days, but it's it's life. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's just how you, re, you know, react to situations Definitely. being the better part. So are you still doing music? Always. I don't think I will ever stop doing music. Um, so my latest project was with my twin sister. Actually, we finally brought the group back together and did a Black Butterfly album in 2020. So can we, so, we're going to get an album number two. So I, you know, right now I'm trying to see what's next because I've been doing album after album after album as an independent artist. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of work when you're not signed and you're doing everything yourself. It gets overwhelming. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I need a little break. But at the same time, I have the urge to be creative and put out music. This is what so is I do. Is it easier when you, your sisters are involved? Um, I love doing stuff with, especially my twin, who is still like, she loves when we're doing the, the group thing. I'm more like, I, I, I like doing my own thing. I, you know, I play instruments and stuff like that. So I, I, I like to write alone. And so sometimes it gets, you know, during the process of writing the album, I was a little... We clashed a little because I was like in my own head and not letting her input get to me and... So, but I love, like, my sisters are my favorite people to work with, like, both of them, but, um, yeah. We possibly may put out a song, uh, another song, or maybe even another album or project, or, yeah. I'm going for album. Let's do album? it. We need album number two. <laughs> another Black Butterfly album. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, you know, people have been waiting. It's been a long time since it's been out there, but it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's 
it's great to be and fly on your own, but yeah. it's also to sometimes to go back and like where it all began and like give us a number two. True. Good so idea. Like, and see? people actually love us together as twins so much. It's just so. one of those things that it's like, it's it's cool to see. You don't see that sometimes, especially people yeah. who are the bond and things like that. I feel like people gravitate to those like you right. know, great energies, which is really great to have. Yeah. So what is your dating life like right now? Oh man, it's so hard for me to date as a mother of two little ones. And I'm just so... I don't know. I don't. I've become so picky. I want to say, but I feel like in a good way. <laughs> I don't know. But maybe my standards are too high now. After no, everything don't I've been. Ever say that? They can't be too high. I really don't know what it is, but it's so difficult for me to like somebody because. So have you put yourself out there as far as like dating apps, or is it like something because of like your you know your personality in you know entertainment? Is it harder yes. to like get real authentic people? So it's like. Because I'm in the point where it's like dating apps, not for me. Like, it's just so not, I'm old school. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you know, and it's hard, obviously, because with COVID, it's like you go oh, yeah. to, there's no dating. You don't exactly. want to be around people. You don't know how to act. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, Ugh, you know, things that you wouldn't normally think about before, but mindfully so. And so it's like, how do you meet where pe- people are organic? So it's like, how does exactly. that happen for you? So what's been... That is like the question I always ask. People my sliding in your DMs, Amina? A little bit here and there, but most like ninety nine percent of that is just like first of all, if you slide in my DMs and you have a private profile, you're not gonna get a response. I always wonder that too. I'm like, how do they think that? You think I'm gonna follow exactly. you? Exactly. How, you know how do you think questions? Even you have a question to arrive after we follow that follow button is hit. If I really, and then right. what if I have to unfollow you just because I have to see? Exactly. Gotta so, wait for that like, you know requested accepted thing. No, I really, I don't know. I haven't really made any real connections via like DMs or anything and dating apps. I always feel like somebody may know me on there. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Or they think they're getting catfish at these times too. So they sometimes people they kick them mm-hmm. off, and that's the other part. It's like I just want to date. Let me live. Exactly. I like like organically meeting someone, and I, I also most people I've dated in the past, I was friends with them first. So that's the way that I know how it normally goes for myself. Um, I'm friends with somebody and then there's something else develops. So you think your soulmate is someone you already know? Possibly, but I couldn't think of who. (laughs) But sometimes, you know, that's why, again, organic. If I'm going to have in the right time and it's doing all those things, Mm -hmm. it'll all happen. So how is your co-parenting with Peter? It's good. It's actually our relationship is much better than ever, better than when we were together. Um, it's just that he's not really around that much because, you know, he doesn't live in California and he got eight other kids. And so it's always hard to get him to spend time with the girls. We just actually went like last weekend for Father's Day. I took the girls to see him um, and it's great, you know, but it's just I, I, I picked somebody that has a lot on their plate yeah. <laughs> to have kids with. So I try to like I really don't I take my own accountability because like. I chose to have kids with him, and I knew how he is, so I can't complain now. You know, I got to deal with it. So, do you watch his uh, show, Cheaters, that he's hosting? Yes, <laughs> I've seen a few episodes that he. How do you feel about his hosting? <laughs> funny, I just can't stop laughing when I watch it. It's like I feel like he's a good host for it, though. Did you uh, bet any money on his fight that he had? Man, I didn't bet money, but I did bet on him. I had my. I, I really thought he was gonna win. Yeah. You really did not see it coming that you know. You're always going to be his cheerleader, though, I guess. Like, that's really cool, though, to be I a guess. part. You know what I mean? He's a special part of your life, even though if it didn't work out or not. You know what yeah, I mean? Things happen. For sure. They happen for reasons. You know, you have two beautiful blessings out of mm-hmm. that. And, you know, you just take the good with the bad. But totally. I don't know. I feel like if I, my ex-husband was in the ring trying to get punched and whatever, I wouldn't bet on him. And really? I, nope. Not at all. I would bet on the other side. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I have an ex-husband, and I don't care if he's watching. Really? But I would not bet on him, no. But we have no children, so it's very okay. different. Yeah, it's so very different. We don't have after we you know we separated. We didn't have that bond to where okay. you know. So you constantly yeah. have him in your life. So it's a little bit different. But yeah. I still I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm like nah, punch him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just like I'm not mad at him anymore for anything. I for totally sure. completely forgiven. But it's him still you know. Right. Okay. It's I get. Like I get. Competitive sports. You know, it's not something you want something bad to happen. Yeah. But it's even nice to be like sit around sometimes. Okay. You know, just <laughs> not knock some sense into you. Maybe. Maybe you know. Okay. Right. Right. Makes sense. So is there anything during COVID that you learned that you didn't know prior to? Hmm. Um, I mean, I think like we all like just learned what like or really got to sit and take a moment and realize what really matters. You but know? I feel like it was everyone went with good and bad. I've had people on the couch be like, you know, how it's really great and then really 
bad. Really? For so, me, great. See, me too. You know, that's why right. it's reverse. It's like some people like really learn certain things or they learn things about their lives that they changed completely and did a different career or a different mm -hmm. goal or things like that. Um, but I, that's why we... Like one thing for me that was that, that was good was that I didn't feel like I'm missing out on everything anymore. No <laughs> FOMO. I, no yes. FOMO. Yes. Like, because I always, I remember before COVID, every day or like, you know, all the time I would be like, people would invite me or... You know, I would miss stuff. I I wouldn't be able to do so many things because of my kids, and I can't be out all the time. And now, when COVID happened, it was like nothing's going on, and I can still work. I, I work from home anyway. Nothing was like nothing really stopped for me. You know, I continued being creative and all of that stuff. And actually, during 2020, me and my sister were making the album, so it was we were actually extra creative and busy. And you know, we spent more time with the kids, and it was great. I really. Did not, you know, and I also, I'm somebody, I don't need to always be around people. Like, I like. Even though you have the quiet. FOMO? Yeah. Just, it's you like know. you want to be there, but right. you don't, but you want to look at it from afar. <laughs> exactly. That's what's good about social media. You know what I mean? Because exactly. it's like, you feel like you're there, but then sometimes mm -hmm. you're like, man, I can, you know, but that's exactly. what we, it either inspires you or you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to still take my ass in the house and stay right here. Yeah. Exactly. So what can we expect from you? What do you have going on currently? Okay. So, um. I do have actually another EP coming out with Life Jennings, who is you know R and B artist that some people may know. And um, yeah. we worked on a project together, and we have a single coming out called Flawless Diamond. That is, I don't even have the date, but it's coming soon. Um, and that is my main project for this year as far as music. But me and my sister are starting our fitness brand. My twin sister is coming to visit this summer from Germany. She moved back, um, but we're doing a lot of fitness stuff together. I'm um, also um, currently studying to become a yoga instructor it's <laughs> just a side thing um but besides that you know still promoting my my music and my books and um hopefully doing some shows finally again now that you know stuff is kind opening, of opening up opening yeah i've up. had i've actually done one in, in may i want to say and then um i have some booking requests that i gotta sort out but yeah i can't wait to get back on stage that's awesome. So, yeah. so I see that you're you're competing in Miss Health and Fitness. I am. Oh my god, you Tell asking about me about that? that. Yeah. This is like my last three days have been like ah, I gotta get into the top fifteen. So yeah. Um. I just, you know, I don't even know how I came about. It. I saw it somewhere and I just decided to jump in and compete. And have you always been like really like focused on fitness and workout stuff? Is it something that new coming in with the last couple of years? Like yes. how did that all that journey even come about? Because that's a big, you know, obligation and really commitment to yourself and like mm -hmm. something that yeah, not actually, a lot of people have. I've always been like into like being fit and stuff, but not until after I had children have I really like dove into it and really and actually, I've, I've been in better shape since after kids than before kids. There's like this thing I posted where like before kids and after kids, and I look better after kids. That's probably like body. you're competing against yourself kind of thing. Yeah, I'm always very competitive against myself with that. And like even with my music, I, I don't put out anything that I don't think is better than what I've done before. But um, yeah, with this fitness stuff, like the older I get, I feel like the more I'm into being healthy, being fit, and like looking, I, I feel like I look better every year too. So, like fine wine, just, you get better with yes, time. Yes, I don't I'm mind. One life. of those people, I don't mind getting older, even though I'm like literally pushing forty. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. We support that here. At I feel Talk. good, but I that's what's so important. Great. You know what I mean? If like you feel forty and you didn't feel, or if he was in a bad place, whatever, it's different. But you, you know, you seem like you're glowing. You seem I very am. happy. You I seem am. very grounded where you are in your life and where Thank you know you. you come from or whatever. And you know, you've gone through a lot of hard things, but. You, you know, it seems like you've kind of come into your own and kind of like Absolutely. lived your own truths, and that's important. More and more every year. And um, the thing is, too, like I come from the opposite because growing up as a teenager, I hated everything about me. I had no confidence. I, you know, I was just, I was literally a depressed teenager. Like I didn't want to live because I did not like myself or anything about me. And now I've come to learn to love me, and it's like such a contrast. And it just feels so great and like to know that, that it's possible. That's important, Yay. though. A lot of people, you know what I mean? Women find that either you either have it or you don't. But it's also something that it's like you kind of grow into. You know what I mean? There's people yeah. have self-image issues. People have, mm -hmm. you know, family issues yeah. or, you know, all kinds of different things that kind of sometimes pull us down in certain things mm -hmm. when we should always be grounded. But we don't always know that. And so right. it's cool to, like, kind of see you 
just blossom into something really beautiful. Yeah, and the crazy part too is that all my heartbreaks and the, the, the stuff that men have done to me contributed to me, you know, loving myself more for some reason because they didn't love me. I learned how to love me myself. <laughs> so I, I always look back on all those failed relationships and I'm like, I'm actually thankful because without those, I wouldn't know how to love myself. You also said in an interview that your daughters made you a better person. Yes. Do you think that that contributes to that as well? Can you elaborate? Them too, absolutely. Um, they definitely, yeah. I mean, I was always the type of person that said, like, I don't know if I would do good with kids. I don't even know if I want kids. I'm so career-driven. I'm, so, I'm the one in the family that had kids last. And I was like, I don't think I need kids. <laughs> you know? And now I'm like, oh, my God, if I would have never known what it's like, this is like the most amazing thing. And it's just made me go back to understanding, that, you know, that the little things are just matter so much. And they, they just make me a happier person. Just, you know, simply said, that's really what it is. But like loving yourself because you have two daughters. Do you feel like because you have them to look up to you to make you feel that way? Do you feel like that kind of, you know, oh my God. was that process of that? Yes, totally. And they just the love that they give me, like... I've never felt that from anybody else. And it's so sweet. Me. It's Yeah, it's so sweet to also see, like, my oldest. She is, like, just... Like, when I, like, get into it with like, with either one of them and I yell at one of them, the other one goes and consoles them. The other one, it's... And I look at it and I'm like, oh, I made the sweetest little <laughs> girls. It's, like, so sweet to see. But How is it being a twin? It's great. Now, I hated it as a kid. Hated it. I hated being a twin because... You are not an individual. You are part of, you know. Always. You are not looked at as a person. And then I hated it also because I was, my twin sister was the one that always got the compliments, and I didn't. That's part of why I ended up, you know, becoming, you know, puberty hit, and I, you know, I was the one that was, like, the chubby one, and, and Germany is like, if you're not skinny, you're not beautiful. <laughs> That's literally how, you know, I grew up. And um, so my twin sister was the slim twin, and I was the, you know, I had, like, literally big boobs at 14, 15. Um, and I was just, yeah, I was not happy with who I was. <laughs> oh. And so, yeah, my twin sister, again, was the one that was always complimented. And um, now it's totally changed. I love having her and, like, somebody that just knows me so well and, that I know understands me. I don't even have to really explain what's going on. Like, we, we know how the other one feels. It's, it's like the great. look. You just know. Yes, it's, it's great, man. I, And it's also, you know, at the same time, like, we've been living apart for 10 years now because all our lives, until we were 27, 28, um, we lived together, worked together, did everything together, you know, besides dating. <laughs> but um, then she moved back to Germany, and it was like, I think it was really tough, tougher for her than me because I was I wanted to have my own life and my own independence, independence and my own career, everything. But she she was still like she wanted to do this together, like you know. Did that have any conflict in like a, in your relationship? No, because she also, even though she felt that way, and I know it, she also understood where I'm at with it, and she wanted to let me be and do that. And so I felt like it it brought her to a phase of like you know being depressed like for a while when she moved back and had her son and she really didn't know what to do with life um, because she felt like I kind of separated myself from her and being twins all our life together, doing everything together. All of a sudden, I didn't really want to do everything together. For her, it was really hard, I think. And we never really spoke about it, but I talk about it in my book because I could feel it. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure, like you know, being twins, you're you know, you're connected, and yeah. you know, for it's in general just being connected with people in general. But then, yeah. like having that internal connection, oh, yeah. connection where it's like you may not have to talk about it but you know even just yeah. you speaking on it and your truth to it you can maybe give some solitude and like comfort to her and yeah. knowing that the different side of it you yeah know? those times sometimes when you internalize it as well you sometimes forget that oh other people have feelings too and it's yes. not just like it's not just what i felt but it's about both you know things going Definitely. on at the same time mm -hmm. so do you have a music collaboration any artist that it could be dead or alive what would it be oh my god who would it be Oh my God, I should have, I get this question so much and I never know who to say, but <laughs> dead or alive. I mean, I'll I'm, give you some time. Ah, hey. oh my God. 
I think I would have to pick one of the greats, like Stevie Wonder. Like, you know, yes. the, those are the people that I'm most influenced by. But obviously, like, my my vocal vocally, my idol has always been Mariah Carey, even though I really don't really fancy her music now. But <laughs> I, the 90s Mariah. So I would love to um, sing with her. Stevie Wonder. And, you know, some people that are current um, that I feel like um, I fit in is somebody like Tori Kelly. Um Oh my God, just because I feel like she writes the way that I write on her guitar and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, Robin Thicke is somebody I love. I like it. You've got lots. I like it. Yeah. We're going to see what the thing is about manifesting, not the ones that are, you know, dead, obviously, mm -hmm. but the inspiration mm -hmm. behind those people that are, you know, those things. That obviously, I'm a big manifester and yes. speaking it into existence and making those things happen. Mm -hmm. But yes, I like that. So, you once you tweeted, I met. My match last night in a dream woke oh up God. and wanted to cry he was everything you can you just <laughs> did you just can you describe your match man okay um it's a blur but he was a white guy in the studio he was i want to say engineer but he was at the board so it he was something musical like something musical about him at least he was in the environment of you know creating music um and it was a chemistry thing. It was a feeling. I don't even really remember what happened in the dream, but I just remembered that feeling that I had. And it was like the love at first sight thing that I never experienced in real life. <laughs> but in that dream, I did experience it. And I woke up. I was, I really wanted to cry. I was like, why can't this happen in real life? So could you not see like what this person, who he was as far as like what it looked like or someone that you maybe already know because, you know. Just the way he was, um, he adored me. I always... I never had a man that really like adored me. I always was more into the man than the man was into me. And I think that's why none of my relationships worked out. Cause I believe that now I feel like I want somebody that is like so crazy about me. Nurture. I never you had and that. Love yeah. You and be like, and that's what it was you. in that dream. So he was just, yeah, that's beautiful though. I feel like, you know, when those things happen, it's like spiritually, like that's like, like locking, you know, your thoughts or, yeah. you know, your, your spirituality inside of you, knowing that that's going to happen because yeah. you know you've gone through certain things in your life or whatever, and that wasn't for you. But right. now it's like how you say your expectations maybe they're too high. They're not because there is going to be someone that will match you. It may not be now. It may not be like when you think it is because that's when we least expect it. As cliche as that sounds, mm. but you know it's a beautiful thing that you just had that in your like spirit to know that that is yeah. capable. Because if you know it's capable, then you know that it it will come to you and it'll find you. I love it. It will find you. Yes. So yeah. please let us know your social medias where we can find your EP, all your things going on. Let yes. us know. So social at Amina Butterfly. It's butterfly with two D's, B-U-D-D-A-F-L-Y. And um, I have about, I have three full albums out. They're all on Spotify and, you know, Apple Music, iTunes and everywhere. All streaming platforms have my albums and my EPs. And yeah, and then I have a website. I'm I mean I am Amina.com where everything is linked to. So that's right, Should private talk. Better go and follow all her things, support her because I just love what you Yay, have going on. I like the energy. So I like all of these things. You also have two books that you did. What are, yes. tell us about those? So the other woman was my first book, and that came about after reality TV. And I just wanted to tell my story out of my perspective. Mm -hmm. Or the story that was told, but out of my perspective. And I just added on a lot of things, like what we just talked about, my upbringings, and, you know, some things that just explain why I am the way I am, why I made the decisions that I made. And um, just for people that always had their, like, their opinion about me, I, I always encourage everybody, read the book, and then you can tell me how you feel about me, you know? Um, so that's the other woman. Um, and then my dishes and more is my lifestyle 30 day guide to a better, healthier and happier you. Because after I got out of the heartbreak and I came to the other side, I feel like I just came out so much stronger and so much more powerful and so much more positive. And I just always get these questions from them. And how do you do it all? How you balance, you know, your kids and you still do your music? How do you work out with kids? And they have all these questions about what I eat. And so I just decided to write all my recipes, my little regimens, um, my fitness routines, and, you know, how I got into yoga. I get that question every day. Um, so I wrote everything in My Dishes and More. It's spelled M-I Dishes and More. It's on Amazon, and it's like a 280-page thick 
book with lots of amazing images, me and my kids, and just positive stuff, you know, that awesome. women can follow if they want to feel better in their day-to-day. For sure. So what are some of your, your workout, workout routines? Mm-hmm. So I really took the pressure off. When I started taking the pressure off it, it became better. Because I used to, before... Like pressure, explain that. Before us, kids, like, it's like, oh, God, I have to run today. I have to run for 30 minutes. I have to do 100 crunches. I have to do this. I, have, You know, it was like too much pressure. Because of like life society, like how society makes us feel like we're supposed to look? Um, or because yes. that's something that you already were no, like doing, like because I remember like for me in my twenties, it was more like, oh, you're eating, drinking. Okay, I gotta go to the gym. If I'm gonna do that, then I need to like do something or whatever. Then in my thirties, it's like I do it for health reasons. It's more like yeah. feeling better and yes. my anxiety and like you know mental clarity. Oh yeah. So it's different. But back then, you're just like, oh, I gotta look skinny. That exactly. I gotta look skinny. Exactly. Like, that's what it used to be in my twenties. Um, all about how I looked. I can't gain weight. You know. Um. Now it's exactly what you said. It's about a, a whole, you know, it, it's mental. Like I feel happier when I, after I exhaust myself um, physically. So it's um, definitely a whole lifestyle. And I taking the pressure of what I mean is um, not beating myself up when I don't make it to the gym or when I just loving do. Yeah. And loving myself more. And um, also when I eat a burger, like not, you know, be be gentle with myself and say it's okay. You know, tomorrow I go back to my healthy stuff and um, just things like that or um, switching it up a lot. So I don't go hard and crazy hard in the gym every day. I don't sweat all the time. Sometimes I just do a little hike and, you know, doing different things, not always sticking to the same thing. I know a lot of people that work out in phases. They go hard for a month. They get a trainer. They, you know, do the, you know, lose 10 pounds and then, they go, back to, they go back to the, you know, you have to find something that you actually start liking and that you can stick with. Is that okay. why yoga came to you? Yoga, yeah, definitely. Um, that came to me, oh gosh, it's now 10 years ago, something like that. Um, but it's just the, the mental part of it. I never really looked at that aspect. It was all about just, you know, not gaining weight. Um, but now it's so much more than that. And yoga just has given me t- this ability to have this inner just calm peace you know yeah peace and calm and it's just such a superpower when nothing can get to you like when you know people can nobody can really make me get enraged like like it's powerful though i mean it really is because it's one of those things like it's like how i was talking about it's it's how you react to situations Mm -hmm. everybody like you know deals with and everyone has hardships everyone's good you know good times bad times all these things but it's also how we you know we react to all each one of those situations and oh yeah um and really defies you, you know, later on yeah. in life. But that's cool. I like that. Totally. That yeah. What is one subscription that you could not live without? Ooh. Oh, my God. I think now after the pandemic, the Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like because I just use it all the time now. Wait, maybe there's another. I it can know, be I anything so from many. music. It can be anything because you know there's from Netflix. There's also like you know the iTunes. There's the yeah. Tidal, I mean, I have my Apple, my Apple subscription um, that I, I I feel like I definitely don't want to give up now. <laughs> um, but yeah, Disney. You know that's good. <laughs> I'm not a, a show watcher. Like I don't watch anything. I don't need none of that Netflix or. You know, my kids do. They couldn't live without it. Yeah, but for you. But yeah, for me. Yeah, it would definitely be something like probably Apple Music or, or Amazon. Yeah, one of those two. One of those two. We'll take this. We'll take it. We'll take it. All right. So we're going to take a little bit of a break, and then mm. we're going to get to my favorite part called Truth of Texas. Oh, okay. Right. Let's do it. All right, Private Talk, we are back, and we are ready for my favorite part is Truth with Texas. We are going to get to know you a little bit better. We're going to play a little game. We've got four cards here. Each ace is a different, each suit is a different question. So we're going to get to know you a little bit better. Let's do it. Oh, I just. Pick one, tell us what it is. Hearts. Ooh, romantic. All right. Big. Would you consider yourself a romantic? Yeah, I do. I, you know, it's hard. <laughs> the reason why I hesitated is because I never had a rom. I, I don't think I ever had a romantic man. 
So I but really I feel like you said earlier, sorry to interrupt you, but you said you're usually probably the one who's the giver. Yeah. So you've probably been either the one who's been the romantic mm-hmm. person doing things. Yeah. So what romantic thing, what's the most romantic thing you've done for a partner? I mean, just like surprises, setting up stuff for Valentine's Day, being you know. thoughtful and like yes. doing like those kind of extravagant things. Yes, exactly. So right. we need a man out there, private talk, that's going to do those romantic things for her because you need to be pleased yourself and not always mm-hmm. be the pleaser. I have that problem myself because I always yeah. want to make someone feel good. Yep. But you know what? Sometimes people need to make us feel exactly. good, girl. Exactly. Like, I always see all these, like, you know, how you look on, on, on the gram. The FOMO's and then, coming. The FOMO's yeah, coming. Yeah, no, but all these couples posting what their man did for them on Valentine's Day. And I look at it like, I never had none of that, ever. Like, I haven't either. But you know what? It's coming. It's coming to you. Because you okay. manifest what you want. And again, don't ever say that you're, right. you're bound, or what did you, not boundaries, you said too, too, yeah. your expectations were too high. Because yeah. there is going to be someone who's going to check all those boxes. Okay. And it may not be like Mr. Forever, but it'll be right now. And then the next okay. one will be like, you know, that yes. one, a little bit more <laughs> and more. I think our biggest thing is like, you just need to go out, get out there more, which is hard I, to yeah. do because of the fact that, you know, like you said, in your situation, in your you know position, you don't know if people are dating you or dating like you, you know, <laughs> which you know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> One of those things. But we're going to make it happen. I see Yay. it. I see it for you. <laughs> All right. Do you like sex on the first date? I've done it, but, but I feel like every time I did it, I regretted it. It's only happened a couple of times, I think. I think. <laughs> um, and I regretted it because I felt like after that, they, the, the type of guys that I did it with, they just didn't value. Not worthy. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Favorite place to be kissed? Kitchen, maybe? No, not like central place, like your oh. neck, your oh. cheek, your like, Ah, you know. my body. Ooh. Okay. Um. Probably somewhere like here, on my right here, like my where tattoo. your heart is. Yes, yes, I like it. That's where you put it, so you have like this is the target. <laughs> hey, right here. There's Actually, no, no but could be. <laughs> you like, hey, go could to the be. heart and go left, maybe right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, favorite romantic movie. Uh, oh my god, what's that? Favorite romantic movie. Damn. Lingerie or naked? give me like some. Oh, lingerie. I'll let you think about that one. You say you don't like it on the spot, so okay, we'll, we'll yeah, let you good, linger good. on that one. Lingerie or naked? Naked. Lights on or off? Off. Booty shorts or a thong? Booty shorts. Sleep naked or with clothes? Naked. Foreplay or sex? It depends on the day, but I like foreplay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it depends on the guy. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> that does matter. It's a big key component. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next okay. card. See, that's not so bad. We're yeah, warming up. Fun. Okay. What is this one called? Sorry. A club. German. <laughs> the club, club is a kinky question. Mm-hmm. Ooh, right. So what kinky question can we ask to our private talk? Most number of times you've had sex in one day. I don't remember, but maybe... I, I want so. the truth! Mm-hmm. May, I don't think more than... Or something like that. It was probably four. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last dirty dream that you had? Um. Oh, my God. I mean, you had a pretty vivid dream about, yeah. about your, your Prince Charming. It wasn't He's really coming dirty, for you. though. Right. Okay, but I'm just saying, I know that you have it in you, is what, I, what I'm telling you. Your dreams are vivid, girl. I know that you wanted it. You know, but I always wake up at the wrong moment. You're like, damn it, if I just waited a little longer, yeah. I'd know the outcome of mm-hmm. this. <laughs> I just never remember mine. I don't either. I mean, not fully. Rough or sensual sex? Sensual. Favorite sex toy? Um... I don't know what it's called, but I have it at home. It's like a, it's like a three thing. Like it's like I don't know what it's called. I really is don't. Is it like? But it's you, like this. Is it out? Is it a clitoral yeah. simulator or is it inserted? Clitoral. So it's probably like one of those G spot things. Like, or you like put it on? Like, what is it? Yeah. Um, I have no idea what it's called. I know what it looks like. <laughs> I should know this, but I don't because I didn't really like that one. Oh but really? It's like, 
But I don't know if it's the same one. But Maybe you can remember, give me a good one because I, I need some new ones. I got you. I got you, girl. <laughs> After this show, I got you. I got you. I've got okay. some of my own sex toys that I have my face on. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm all, they're not like mine, but you know, they're yeah. mine. You know oh, nice. I mean? I'm like, don't, I don't want to scare you away from it. Okay. But yes, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yay. Do you, in wa- do you enjoy watching your partner get off? Like if you were in the room, do, would you like to do solo things or you just always like to participate? No, not really. Not my thing. Hitachi or dildo? I already know this answer because you said. You know, but I, hmm, I like both. Both? Yeah. Well, then maybe you need something with both. I do. I never See, had that's, that. that's, that's I never tried it. Do you like being blindfolded during sex? Never happened to me. So I don't know. I would have to do it to find out. Favorite time of day to have sex? Um, I want to say morning, but I think I prefer in the nighttime. Like, are you more freaky at nighttime? Yeah, I like it. So I, I don't know. I feel like I like both, but I don't know if I feel like I had to pick one. I'm way more like inner, like energetic wise. Oh yeah, at night. Yeah, like in the morning. Wise, in the yes. morning, I like to have. Thank sex, you. Exactly. That's but true. it's a different kind of like I'm not gonna like bust it wide mm-hmm. open. We're just gonna have great <laughs> yeah. sex. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a different That's kind, it. but it's still gonna be good. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. We're gonna go like you know two three times first, but you know yeah. that's just me. I'm just projecting. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, next you? card. Diamond. Diamond. So Diamond. spicy question, which we're all a little spicy. Hmm. Celebrity hall pass. What's hall pass? Well, I guess in your situation, what is you have a celebrity like? Well, I can't do that to you either. I'm not going to put you out there like this. Celebrity hall pass would be like if you were in a, situ- in a, in a relationship and then you had the one celebrity that regardless of what happened and who you were with, it's like you get a, you get a pass for it. Like it doesn't consider, consider For cheating. me? Yeah, for you. I, oh, damn. Mine used to be like David Beckham all the time because I was like, if I ever see this man, I'm sitting on his face. Mine it's is uh, definitely The Rock. The Rock? You like, what is it? What do you say? What, like what the rock is. Picking? Even though I should pick someone not married, huh? <laughs> it's a hall pass. It's a- okay. The rock for sure. Oh my God. I mean like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your best move in the bedroom? Are you doing yoga over there in the bedroom? You know what? I, I don't know. Damn. Those questions are good. I really like don't I'm, know. I'm putting these thoughts in your head. I mean, for like I, I think on. I, I would like to say I incorporate my, you know, Flexibility. <laughs> Sex position you would like to try. I don't really know what I haven't tried. <laughs> Ooh, I see. What are your completely off the limits in the bedroom that you're like absolutely not never trying, not doing it, or I've tried it before? Uh, like peeing on me? No golden showers for you. Have you had it happen? No, You're but I don't never want letting it to it happen. happen. What if you were in the shower? Would you like let no, it happen? I wouldn't be, be that bad. I just think the peeing on someone on a bed is just out of pocket. Like, yeah. who's cleaning that up later? Like, I don't exactly. even want to be in the hotel room because who's where are you sleeping? Right. <laughs> Not next to me. No, yeah. It's golden showers, I feel like, are only supposed to happen in the shower. Right. Hence, golden shower. Golden shower. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a dumb. I peed, on some, I peed on someone's head one time. It was really exhilarating. Like, I had a pee fetish for a really long time oh my God. because it was, like, it made me feel like superwoman. I don't know really? why, but it was just because, oh, like, but it wasn't, like, again, in my bedroom. It okay. was, like, always, like, well, it first started because back when I was doing scenes in porn. Mm-hmm. And so, like, afterwards, you take a shower after you're done a scene and all the whole okay. thing. And so this one guy, he was, he was, like, yeah. I was, like, can I pee on your head? And he's, like, yeah. So I was, like. Yeah, so I stood over him and I peed on him, and it made me feel so alive. Wow, like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> There's no TMI here, private talk. Okay. But you know what I mean? But it, I don't know why. But then after that, I was like, I want to pee on people. So in the shower, I would pee on them. And then I forget who the one person who broke it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to pee. He's like, no, you're not. And I was like, yeah, I am. And oh, then I got pee shy, and it never came back. I can't pee it. anymore. I lost my pee powers. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that is. Yeah, it's different, right? Here at Private Talk, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth, the guest's mouth. But I hope you're liking this episode. Make sure you subscribe and comment below. We've got a couple more questions for you. You're doing great. I hope you're having fun doing it. It's, you know, sometimes interesting. a little different sometimes. (laughs) Have you ever called someone the wrong name during sex? No, I haven't. 
Has someone ever called you the wrong name during sex? No, never happened either. Have you ever done the walk of shame? Yeah. <laughs> Describe it to us. Uh, wait, walk of shame, am, am I understanding that right? It's when you get up in the morning. and Yeah, and you're like in the clothes, like club clothes. like yeah. So it's really noticeable or you have like all your like makeup on and you're going to like a really uncomfortable place and walking through it and everyone knows that you've been partying. Yeah. That's it. And the more, yeah, that was probably one of my one night stand stories. I had a really great one in Bali. I had to ride a moped going home somewhere and not knowing if I was ever going to make it there because no I, I only have had a, two one night stands in my whole life, which seems unexpected hmm. since I used to do porn. But <laughs> you'd be surprised. You know, yeah. I'm very, it's just not like that. Everyone's not, it's not all free for all. It's all, it's, you know, it's actually a business and people, you know, like doing and doing those places. But everywhere yeah. else when I travel, whatever, I'm not really like that at all. So this one time I did, and it was I literally had to get on a moped and Gosh. leave, and I'm and it's in the morning, and I'm in club clothes, and there's all these little kids being walked to school. I was like, oh, please, yeah. can, <laughs> can I just please find myself? But yeah, I made it. I made it back to my hotel safely. Good. I'm still here, so Very yes, we're, we're doing we're doing good. <laughs> all right, last one. All right, we know what that is. Ace of Spades Ace. Private Talk. All right, it's our naughty question, our favorite here at Private Talk. Let's see. What's your favorite place to have sex? Are you a like adventurous I'm, person where it's like you like to be like outside kind of or partially like on balconies? Have you ever done anything like that? Or it's like just strictly like in your home? I mean, in bed, I in the kitchen, in the counter. I do like like adventurous stuff, but I haven't done it enough to be like, oh, this is this is it. See, so your new <laughs> man's going to be the adventurous one for you. He's going to just be like. He's going to take the reins and do it for you. We're speaking it into existence. Are you part of the Mile High Club? What's that? You've had sex on an airplane. No. Oh, wow. That, you teaching me all these. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Miss Texas is here for. Yes. Ohio? No, but on a bus. On a bus? Yeah. Okay. From, it was in, from Germany to Paris. I was like maybe 16 or was 17. Was it during the day or was it at night? It was dark. It was the evening. <laughs> Evening time here. I like that's adventurous. Does size matter? It does, and I learned that recently. Explain to Private Talk. <laughs> I don't want to go into details. I don't want the truth. Hey, not details, but like, because you know, what do you mean? Like, it, why does it matter? I always thought it doesn't really matter that much. But did once you, I had an experience, did you with have somebody, somebody really small? Really small, I. But were the fe- were the feelings there though, and it just wasn't his D wasn't there. Nah, it was just so small, and I was because like, like some people, I feel like you know when you catch feelings for people, you know whatever, like it's like more you can deal with. Yes, it. but was it like did you have did you like this person? I to did. Where you could, and then he was just like because mm. I've been there too. And I'm just like get off of me. This is not working. I did like him until I realized that it was so small, and it was part of the reason why he was single. Didn't work out. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh no! Are we small penis shaming? We don't want to. It, yeah, man. I I can't believe that I'm 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 actually saying it because I used to be the one like I would never not be with someone because. But it's how small. small is small? Like it's like five, like four, three, two, one. I two. just isn't that I just <laughs> level man. Up. I don't even know, but it was just the smallest I ever had, and I could not. No, I had to be like. You, did you abort the miss- mission? You didn't even attempt it, or you just didn't repeat offend? I didn't. I did. I did go. We, you know, we you, went all the went, way. But <laughs> you, did, yeah, you just afterwards. I was not with it. I was turned off. I was like, Have you ever faked an orgasm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Without a doubt, <laughs> I have not. I, you know, not often, but it ha- happened before. I like that. All right. I think that you have successfully completed Truth with Texas. Yay. I hope you guys liked getting to know Miss Amina a little bit more. A little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I haven't intimate. been asked these. these. Is there <laughs> any question that you have for me? Since I've put you in the hot seat, have I, since I, you know, gave you a little, you know, we got to know all parts of you, which I love. I mean, I really, I don't know. And I had, I would have so many questions for you. Um, 
just about you as a person because you yeah. seem so now now i feel like <laughs> we're that's getting what, to know each other exactly that's why private talk i love is like in the beginning i try not to even when you guys come in it's like i try not to ask too many questions because yeah. i want to know you now and authentically so i'm like but at the end it's like we're friends like i would like, want hey, to know your whole story now like, yeah we're gonna know? go and find men together because yes. i'm single i have a hard okay. time dating I, okay. I think that it's awkward sometimes because of the environment that we're put into and you know again like you being from a reality and musician yeah. and having a high profile like you know relationship me that i used to be in the adult industry and i everyone thinks that i'm over sexualized how do men respond like that. to that i want to know um it's it's both you know what i mean i have the ones where it, for me I, I why i feel like it's a hard time is because i don't ever know if they're dating alexis texas or they're dating me mm. so you know and it's a part of who i am but it's yeah. something that i you know i you know i have no shame into i enjoyed doing it i yeah. you know i no longer actively do it but it's something that's always going to be part of my right. life and my brand and so i have no shame about it at all but it's also um i feel like people misconstrue a lot about what the business is and so you know anyone that's recently been in my life you know um have been okay with it to a point but i don't let people in my life like that as well so again with the hard time it's like do you really like me or like you know it's just those head things you know what i mean but i think that you know i've done a lot of self-work within the quarantine and things like that i've you know nice. divorced for you know over five years but you know you, you realize certain times when you have a stillness things that you needed to work on and, and improve oh, and yeah. stuff like that. So I feel like I am ready to date and go out there, you know, at this moment, like, time, but it's just like finding the right person. Yep. Um, I'm very like demisexual, which means it's like, I need to like your brain and what you have going on. I can't just be like, oh my God, I just want to fuck. I'm Me not too. about that. As much wow. as like I'm very highly sexually, like I, I mean, I'm probably a nympho when I'm in the right situation, mm-hmm. but I'm not just throwing it out there just mm-hmm. because, you know, I have, you know, I'm a little bit more, yeah, more no, aware of it. things like that. But you know, um, you know, that's why for me, it's like I love meeting new people, especially women coming on here, having all you know different walks of life. But we also, you know, really similar in a lot of different things too, and go through the same um, ups and downs with the mm-hmm. industry of this, like being you're this, you're that, for and you're sure. like no, like get to know me. So private talk for me has been my my safe place for getting love to it. know my um, have my voice out there without being censored and having you know my you know take on my experiences and mm-hmm. with the guests and getting to know everybody. But yeah, so, so cool. I enjoy I you taking it. the time and coming on, getting to know us a little bit better and you as well and putting yourself out there. So please tell us again your social media so we can support you and anything you have going yes. on. Please follow me at Amina Butterfly, A-M-I-N-A-B-U-D-D-A-F-L-Y. All right, Private Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe and until next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.